Habibis. Senor Travis Durrell. And this is La We Are Live. I use the feminine version because we're feminist. I don't understand you. It's Chris Demnan, Travis Terrell. We are live, live from Midco Studio. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We've got it rocking and rolling. We stream live there and on Facebook each day, Monday through Friday. Happy to be here. So is Chris Gardner. He's always excited to pop on the screen live from 12 feet that way. Oh. Good morning, Mr. Gardner. Good morning. I'm all the way over here. Hey guys, all the way over here. What are you exploring? Marquise. What are you exploring in that vest? Ah, my Eddie Bauer vest. Mm -hmm. We're bringing Eddie Bauer back. <laughs> nice try. It's Eddie Bauer vest. Vest. Oh, hello. Actually, I got yelled at by John Beebe of Bijack.com this morning. He said they call it a waistcoat. In in their their country, I guess that is so stupid. Said, or maybe it's his country or something fashion terminology he's a liar that's what i'm trying to figure i go why would you call it a waistcoat he's like well because it goes right below the waist to cover the belt and i go wouldn't it be more apt to call it a torso coat i'm then? gonna say that that's just stupid that's why we kicked your ass in war i mean come on now a Idiot. waistcoat that's how they lost moron <laughs> also we had help from the french but outside of that still yeah, a lot of things went our way yeah mm -hmm. and some things didn't um i'd be remiss if i didn't Oh, look at up. that, Chris. That was so was a slow burn. Mm. I liked it. It's a walnut. There you go. Put it out. Oh, look, Chris got an eagle yeah. this time. That's an eagle. It's like a leg day. That's slow a burn. Oh, yeah. I like it. You were showing off some of your... Day. Yeah, you were showing off some of your exercises yesterday. Yeah, my knee exercises. Yeah. Do high knees. Just try to wiggle that leg around some. Try and loosen it up. I was doing it while I was smoking this morning. Um, In the cold weather. It gets, just gets tight. Well, that's why you got to... You know, you got to push a rehab just a little bit each week. Well, I'm, I've kind of, it's my own rehab. Okay. Um, well, that may I be. I haven't really had advice from okay. doctors or physical therapists on what to do. Okay. Maybe reason why your knee is creaking. Yeah, but I needed my insurance to be better before okay. I do anything. Which, uh, I finalized my open enrollment yesterday. Congratulations. I stepped Obamacare. it up a level. Did you know the approval rating for Obamacare is still higher than this president? That wouldn't make sense. <laughs> I just feel like we've spent the last four years doing Even whatever we can. Even after you try to, to tear apart yeah. and make it not work. They can do everything you can within your legal powers and some illegal yeah. to not make it work. And here it is. Millions of Americans still using it. Millions of Americans me. can still use it. I got me my Obamacare for next year. Good for you. Up yesterday. Good for you. Way to take care of yourself in your future. Yeah. Talking about Romney care? Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Starts to work. All of a sudden becomes the white man's care. Yeah. Interesting. Didn't he Guess start it? it? Good to see this strategy at work. Everyone couldn't wait to call it Obamacare. Uh -huh. And now that it's working and people see it as an ineffectionate term, now... Well, Romney kind of made it first. Well, it was this one dude who did it and... Oh, no, I'm asking. No, no, it was Obamacare. It's Obama name on it. It's Obamacare. You don't get no credit now because everybody half the country like it. Mm -hmm. I thought I'd want to jump off a cliff by like 8.20. I got to but it early. 8.08. There we go. You did this to yourself. You did do it to yourself. <laughs> 8.08 and heartbreak. <laughs> he gets his little Rogan on. Well, didn't Mitt Romney one time I read or another? What does that mean? 
don't know. It's been a say that it's per been, show. It's been a while since I've dogged Rogan. It's been at least a week. Yeah. So I at least had to throw one in before we get to the and end of this one. why do you one. make, whenever you do your voice, I don't because really I feel like, I, because every conservative freak sounds just like that. Everyone, they always, they, have you heard Ben Shapiro speak? Yeah. Exactly. So, so every one of those guys, you got to be a moderate and a libertarian. Shut up, white man. Uh, you got to be white. I want to thank our 99% white audience. Hey, guys. Uh, tuning in. Uh, Shut up, white man. Appreciate you supporting all of our sponsors <laughs> and uh, all the great people that put all the hard work. Not them, this. of course, Chris. Can we get a new T-shirt? Not Shut them. up, white man. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> white man. Big seller. <laughs> Sponsored by Tech Electronics. No, oh, that's, weird. that's a weird thing that's for them to no, sponsor. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why? Well, not the, the, those white men. Those are different white men. They're my right. white men. Oh. Not they white man. Completely oh. different. Everybody understands that. Do they? Well, I don't know. See, now you did this to Chris. Chris did that to himself, and he now did. you did this to Chris. Yeah. So it didn't take long for this to even out. Oh. Hmm. I beat Chris to the parking lot today. and Pulled in at the same this time. This is great. This Actually, is great. I'm glad I you brought pulled this up. In. Yeah. <laughs> how is it? How is it that I was in the office five minutes before you? Then you weren't. You were in the office two minutes before I was, and it actually may have been another minute because I had to wait on the elevator. By the way, thank you for sending it back down. What is? Uh, what are you doing in that car for so long? I'm we, listening. We I'm in. finishing up listening to my NPR. Uh, they had a nice discussion on kale nachos, and that's I was like, "Well, true. I can't walk away from that." Mm -hmm. I had to listen to what that's all about. So that's why I didn't immediately get out of my car. Mm -hmm. what Sorry. Are the, what are the chips made out of in the kale nacho? Uh, they are made out of spare parts from the local recycling park. What? NPR man. So that's what I was listening to. That's why that I took doesn't, so No, it, when you go that's NPR man, that doesn't end the conversation. I'm sorry. NPR man. Do you listen man. to NPR man? MP that's, that's like trying to, yeah, do your research. Thank you. That's your do your research. Yes, NPR, it is. NPR man. NPR man. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't. Mm. I mean, I would just think that they wouldn't be regular tortilla chips is all I was saying, Travis. You didn't have to say they came from some recycling park and make something up. No, look, it's the folks on NPR. You have to talk to them about your concern. So I figured it would be a different type of chip. Possibly. I like didn't get a chance maybe it's like a pita tortilla of some sort. I, I was, don't know. I was going to get to the bottom of it, but I had to do the show. So I couldn't hear what they said at the end, so I'm not sure. That's why I was in my car a little bit longer, Chris. Excuse me. I wanted to educate myself. What, did, what was Marin talking about why last would, night? Why would you educate yourself with something like that when we know damn well you're not going to eat anything like that? What, uh, half, just, a, <laughs> half, a, half a nacho <laughs> sub. Thank you. Portion control. Portion control? Portion control. Uh, Portion control. Sorry, I'm a, a a dietitian against diets. Yeah, it's almost as if I would listen to a podcast if it was called that. That's huh. getting announced on Fox Two like in like an hour. Uh. See, so keep an eye out for a new podcast. Being I just in, said being announced on Fox Two shortly. I just said you wouldn't eat that because I saw you with your portion control yesterday mm -hmm. as you're on, in the, involved in this weight loss mm -hmm. competition. Um. Where your portion control was, you had a smaller bag mm -hmm. of uh, crunchy, what, what what did you have? Cheetos? Uh, yes. And a smaller bag of nacho cheese Doritos. I had to get my dairy, had to get my protein. Okay. Uh, and I needed to get my seasoning. 
See, I just don't understand why you would educate yourself and then not use it. Uh, education is a uh, mental evolution. So over time, I will become NPR, smarter. man. NPR, NPR, man. NPR, man. <laughs> NPR, man. <laughs> curious how this how this brain of yours works out. yeah uh the host of uh dietitian against diets podcast yeah. uh, shauna thornton has commented with heart eye emojis for you bringing that up oh, so you're welcome there you go that's what uh, I it's call a big win for everybody okay it's all about the midco's media team right we are a family look we love each other we hang out sometimes not as I often like, as we used to. I like when actually. Rashonda comes in and I tell her what I've eaten. Mm. And she looks so on she with great concern. She just stares at me. Mm-hmm. So Rashonda's uh, a dietitian. Yeah. She has a book out. She's recording a podcast here. She's done a TEDx talk. A big deal. Always mm-hmm. on Fox 2. She's kicking ass and everything. And uh, she has made the grave decision to work with us here and, uh, and produce her podcast out of the studio. So she's kind of known... For being very relaxed, mm-hmm. and that's why people like her. She's like, "Here's what you should do." <laughs> so smooth, she's yeah, smooth. She is, and and you approach it in with a horror factor. Well, I just you know I tell her, "Oh, I had a bowl of cereal, some milk." Uh, followed that up with a cinnamon roll. That cinnamon roll was pretty good, though. I mean, it tasted good. And she'll just look at me and just shake her head a little. Uh huh. Um, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that look because I've seen it throughout my life. Like your mother, grandmother, oh, yeah. aunts. Uh, it's a look of... Concerned citizen. Like, it's they know I can do better, but I choose not to do better. Hmm. But then again... Uh, <laughs> He's going to break it down. No, I'm not breaking it down. I, I think I, Travis can feel me on that. No, I look. Food is good. Food is great. And especially this time of year... I know it's something about the holidays, being around family and friends. You want to cook more. You want to experiment with different types of foods, different kinds. And I don't, what do you want? What do you want people to do, man? It's not an easy battle. It's not supposed to be easy, but she does an amazing job breaking it down for us idiots uh, who are attempting to do better as far as not completely eating Tupperware and whatever we find on the ground as part of our diet. So, I, I look forward well, to listening to her podcast. Read I mean, her book as well, please, because it's some great information in there. And for people like myself, who um, who need small victories in the road to trying to lose all of this, mm-hmm. uh, she certainly can provide that for you. So I'm still encouraged. I know there is one individual part of the competition that no longer wants to participate with the rest of us, which is understandable. He has his own speed. He does his own thing now. He doesn't care to be a part of the group. But, you know, I pray for him every night before I go to bed and I ask the Lord to help him during his part of the competition. You pray before you go to bed? Of course. To who? To my higher power. Mm. And I do so. What does your higher power look like? I don't know. I haven't thought about that. You know, when I was a kid, did you ever, like, as a kid, have, like, a, a picture of God in your mind, a visualization? I think so, yeah. And like mine, it was like one of two actors. Who was it? It was either George Papard, <laughs> who was Hannibal in the A-Team. Okay, or, that would make sense. Or John Forsythe, who was like Blake Carrington on Dynasty. Huh. Very, <laughs> so those very were like the influential, two... powerful white men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like as a kid, I'm like, That's what I used to think. 
that's how I envisioned God looking like. Was like John Forsythe or uh, George Papart. Uh, I always thought Keith David was uh, Keith God. Da- okay. in my, I was like, if there right. was a God, like listening to his voice. And when you see him, not a lot of people's intimidating voice match their intimidating presence, but he has them both. And when you see him, you're like, oh, man, he's got to be God, right? Did, That's God. Did everyone have that? Did everyone have, like, a picture, like a visualization? I think, I from think like, as a kid, you would. Yeah, I think, like, from maybe 6 to 9, 6 to 10, I had this idea of what... Yeah. Then you go to church, your parents sort of put context clues together for you, listening to the sermon. You kind of pick up things on your own. Because my family, we didn't necessarily come home and talk in depth about it but in my head as a six seven year old i was probably thinking a burly guy probably has you know great hair decent looking beard older black man probably keith david so you did think he was black yeah no doubt about it it's just he just had he just had that uh (laughs) no doubt about it there's no doubt about it (laughs) i don't know i don't know why (laughs) well that's the thing i don't know why i thought god would look like george papard we mine, should, we, mine would clo- most closely resemble like whenever they they have God on the Simpsons. You just see like a the, giant, the giant leg, legs, foot, the, and then the, you hear the him bellowing from the yeah. That makes well, no, I don't voice, think they ever show his face, curl. do they? They even show. Maybe I'm thinking Family Guy where they show the beard. They don't show his face, but you yeah, because I I was wondering, do people have more of a Zeus like, you know, visualization? Yeah, I would imagine so. I'm sure there's some that do, um, but mine wasn't that. Mine was George Papard or John Forsythe. No. My mom used to watch Dynasty all the time, and I would sit and watch it with her. That that's, how I, that's how I watched that General Hospital, too. We, Became a big <coughs> Jack Wagner fan. I was going to ask you about that. First, Go Jones. Him and Felicia. Then they broke. They split up because he was a prisoner in another country, and she right. got, was getting remarried, and then he showed up at the last second. I remember that as a child. Huh. The... Uh... The Black Sheep says this is malarkey, and Joe specifically said there would be none of that. <laughs> he did specifically no say malarkey. that. I thought that meant specifically for the state of Iowa, not us. Uh-huh. They get the no malarkey because it's their tour. It's like a 19-county tour. I got to tell way, you, I would enjoy awful. the no malarkey bus tour coming through Missouri. That would be pretty dope. Who's I not would... taking a picture in front of the no malarkey van? I mean, just for entertainment. Come on, right. I would enjoy that. I uh, hope, he, hope he gets a no malarkey plane. I hope he does well enough where his fundraising is to the point where he can get a no malarkey plane. That'd be dope. No malarkey. No malarkey. The uh, the great. He's got to poop out the window. Oh, what? Why no malarkey? Why would you poop out the window? Because you can't have it on the plane. It's no malarkey. You can't poop on the plane of no malarkey. You gotta poop out the window so it doesn't stay on the plane. (laughs) That's why it's called no malarkey. (laughs) Do you know what malarkey means? Malarkey is shit, right? Like nonsense. Yeah, shit. Uh, I can see a line to be drawn <laughs> in you. your head. Thank you. <laughs> I can, I can so see. You, I can think, see a path in that swamp that you is see, your brain. Do you see like the the bus saying like, "No shit." Yeah. No, but but wouldn't that be like, "No shit"? Oh, I yes. mean, when you use "no shit" like that, it's like mm. someone tells you something obvious. Oh, I was thinking in Joe Biden's terms, "No shit." Okay. Because I'm not gonna take no shit. But I think technically the definition is like nonsense. Okay, my apologies. So unless you start calling your number twos or your BMs not, hey, I took a nonsense. I did. Dropped a malarkey. Dropped a mark, dropped malarkey. <laughs> Look, I just told you that I thought Keith David was God. Hey, Excuse the, me. The, the, the toilet's clogged. There's a lot of malarkey in it. 
<laughs> Sounds better than shit now, doesn't it? <laughs> so that's where we're at. Okay, I'm glad we could cover that. Um, covered a lot already. We, we have. certainly have. Uh, real quick, I'll tell everybody about our friends at St. Louis Counseling Services. Uh, they support us, so you support them. If you're in need of counseling in the St. Louis area, you go there. St. Louis Counseling org is the website. You can see all their capabilities. If you're looking for a counselor, if you're looking to get counseling for someone, they can help you. And check out the podcast, Mental Health Matters, also available on the website. Gardner, you had a Nick Cage poll yesterday on Twitter.com. Yeah, we got a couple of melees here. We do. Um, I had a Nick Cage-related one, and it stemmed for from our uh, conversation with comedian Angela Smith yesterday. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of talk about... Hallmark movies. Oh, She's an expert. Yeah. She is. She is. She is an expert. And we discovered that she was an anti-feminist as well. Yes. That's how we came See up with the, the phrase uh, Hallmark, Hallmark feminist. feminist. Yes. I think Just that another was. Hallmark feminist. <laughs> Fun to yell. It really is. Yeah. So we were talking in the office yesterday and uh, it led us to a poll question uh, of which was, which of these Nicolas Cage films would you most like to see remade as a Hallmark-style Christmas movie? Okay. It was uh, Con Air. Actually, just let me bring it up. Con Air, Gone in 60 Seconds, Face Off, and The Rock were your options. Which of these Nicolas Cage films would you most like to see remade as a Hallmark-style Christmas movie? And the winner appears to be Face Off. Barely edging out Con Air. 34%. Yeah. Con Air at 32%. The Rock at 17 And 16% for Gone in 60 Seconds. I'm, I'm not mad about this. I'm not mad about any of the results. Yeah, I think any of those movies would have been a really fun Hallmark style, yeah. Christmas style remake. Just to kind of give you a feel for it, I made this for you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the look you're going for? <laughs> <laughs> He's go. trying to get home to his daughter uh-huh. after being away for some years, but he's going to have to fight for his freedom to do so. Uh-huh. Nicholas Cage this Christmas and Con Air. Uh-huh. Con Air, home for the holidays. Home for, colon, home for the holidays. Yeah. Yes. So just what, what it might look like. I thought I'd put a little picture together for you all. That's um, such a delightful film. I will watch the hell out of that. Yeah, I don't. Dave Chappelle's character <laughs> still die and fall from the plane? He falls into a chimney. Oh, okay, gotcha. And voila, <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> mm. Falls into a chimney. Okay, that worked. Yeah, no, that makes sense. There's some really nice editing there. I do like the idea of John Travolta and uh, uh, Nicolas Cage in a Hallmark film together. That's true. Yeah. With Face Off winning that poll. That would be. What happens? Does one play Santa and he does a face-off with the Grinch? It's kind of like uh, yeah. what your life would be like. It's got like you have to have the Nick Cage characters the or the John Travolta characters. The guy's like, I've enjoyed Christmas too much with my family. I just can't be around them anymore. I wish I was someone else. And so that's why uh, he decides okay. to change face. It's like and a vice he, versa yeah. kind of with Yeah. The, and then he realizes, oh, my God, I don't like this face I am because I miss my family. I don't know why. Hmm. I'm John Travolta talking like Nicolas Cage. Yeah. 
but well, that's a face-off. You don't. You, it's, it's hard to remember. Who's, that's yeah, a, thank you. Yeah. It's hard to remember who's who. And that's that true. Very true. Whole situation. Uh, that Very that tough definitely makes the sense. Narrative. Very tough. Uh, are you any surprises? It looked. I mean, you voted for the one that won. Yeah, I voted for face-off just because I thought I was intrigued by the Travolta aspect in it. Now, if you go to the Rock, even you're like, oh, Sean Connery, Nicholas Cage, you know, Hallmark movie. Um, I don't know if Connery plays on the Hallmark channel or not. Mm. Um, <laughs> so maybe you recast That's his that redemption. in some way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, um, Gone in 60 Seconds, that could be interesting. That would be fun. That could be very interesting. High-speed sleigh rides. you got to steal different types of models of sleighs in order for you to yeah, that'd be good. launch uh-huh. on Christmas Day so you can make sure every child has a toy. Uh-huh. Unless the joy could be gone in 60 seconds. Use the title of the movie. Got to. You got to squeeze it into a Hallmark Christmas movie. Okay. Now, the the thing is, like, how do you, like, Lacey Chabert has to be involved. She will be involved. (laughs) It seems like you have to have somebody British as well involved. That's a given. That's a given. And one of them had had, they, they must have been a cast member on any of the late 90 Fox shows. Okay. So that's, that's almost a given, too. Good for Lacey, by the way. I've always thought, like, even, what, what was it Mean Girls where she kind of blew up? Was it something before that? Was there a role she had before Mean Girls where she was a big star? Or, you know, a very, very attractive woman. And... Either way, when she showed up on the scene, I was like, man, she is that's a gorgeous woman. She should probably be acting forever and ever. She's got the looks. Uh, I don't know if it turned out that way, but it's good to see that she has consistent work with Hallmark. I would imagine that's that's a good paycheck. Well, I yeah. Mean, I mean, I'm not judging it. Yeah. I'm curious. Like, I'm curious how other... Something. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just curious how other Hollywood actors, like... C, B, A-listers, how they feel about people who participate in the Hallmark film. I mean, job is a job at the end of the day. If somebody told me, Travis, can you write a Hallmark Christmas movie, I'd probably be jump on that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. But So I guess, I mean, work is work. I just always thought for her, being as attractive as she was, she would be in almost everything. Well, I mean, it's cons- I'm sure it's consistent work, too. Yeah, that's true. We've seen how this goes. Yeah, every year you know making it- a different one. Yeah, that's true. The Royal Christmas or the Christmas Crown. What do you play? I play the same thing in every movie. I'm a commoner. <laughs> a commoner. Perfecto. Yeah. You've been typecast as a commoner in Hallmark Christmas movies. But then it's like, are they. How do you think someone who is also an actor mm-hmm. and they essentially grind it out? And they make their way to Broadway or near Broadway, and they're a theater actor, or stage actor, yeah. making probably less money right. than the Hallmark people. But the the soul and the spirit yeah. is there. Yeah, yeah. How, well, how would you like? How would that conversation go between a, a Hallmark actor and a, a theater actor? Maybe at I, one time they were even. I in the need same one. Place. I need one that can do theater in my book, and who's done television, and who. I mean, just stole the show in the movie The Substitute 2. Okay. Oh, no. uh, Treat Williams. Treat I need Mark Treat Williams involved in this, right. my Hallmark movie. Uh-huh. So if we're doing Face Off, I also need Treat Williams in this movie. 
He is fantastic. Makes sense. Your thesis does not hold up to empirical research. Oh boy. Is his money line in the substitute too? Explain why we haven't seen Treat in many, many decades. Do you have seen Treat? Where was that? He was on Everwood. What's Everwood? I was going to ask. The CW show. Boy, since <laughs> in 2004. He's a Renaissance man. Oh, look gosh. up Treat Williams. Is he is a Renaissance. He can do a little man. bit of everything, huh? Yeah. People are clamoring for more Treat Williams material, are they? Well, they should be. Okay. Hey, That's what I'm telling you. Two each you. is wrong. I, you can have two each. But no, own, it but makes I sense. I can also tell you your own is wrong. I know, but that makes sense. Someone at a studio uh, had to say, you know what? There seems to be. Uh, a desire for more Treat Williams material, why not put him in the substitute too? Someone was thinking like you. Mm-hmm. Someone higher up, probably making a lot of money, said Treat Williams. Substitute three as well. Said, Look, we're going to continue this franchise. To hell with you. Was it Behringer? Tom Behringer okay. originally was in it. To hell with you, Behringer. I remember that one. Treat Williams is going to carry this franchise. Mm-hmm. Now, that guy's probably working at Waffle House now, but at one point, Somebody's that executive not. said to himself. He does theater stuff. And others. Treat Williams? Yes. I, does he even do the Muni? Hey, Treat Williams do this. He's done like stuff on Broadway. When was the last time you saw Treat Williams on Broadway? I've never been to see a Broadway show. And maybe you don't love Treat I Williams. I hate to interrupt. I'm telling you what his resume I is. I hate to interrupt the Treat Williams talk, but uh, we have a very serious question from the Fancy Four. Don't <laughs> interrupt Treat Williams talk. It's disrespectful. Go ahead with your Can question. Can John Travolta be celebrating Christmas and Nick Cage be celebrating Hanukkah? Oh. That's fun. That, that, that is fun. You know how embarrassing that would be if you went to a house and you're celebrating Hanukkah? It's the wrong thing. Yeah. You, you don't know the oh, traditions? right, yeah. Hilarity you... ensues. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, hey, don't eat be... that gingerbread. We Jewish. What? I don't know. I don't know how it <laughs> gingerbread? works. Gingerbread? Gingerbread. Like the gingerbread cookie. Matzah? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't My know friend what we... was making gingerbread cookies the other day. <laughs> of course. Please don't Why tell me. Why do we do this? <laughs> Garner is fully embraced. The <laughs> Mr. Bojangles is making <laughs> gingerbread cookies. I think you're becoming Sean slowly by the yeah. day. Oh, yeah. You're morphing into Sean. I think by osmosis, you two are becoming one. We were hanging out yesterday. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I can tell. He was. I was showing him clips of the show. He wanted to see uh, what the show looked like. Was, That's fair. because He's like, can I get this on my tablet? I go, yeah, but you have to get, you have to, your internet has to be working. Like, I can't ever get the internet working. So we're trying I'm trying to get him to go to the bathroom. To be able to like, you know, see some of the work he's done. Okay. That's but good. I showed him some clips from the show. He was in tears laughing when I showed him Tommy Mosslander's make a wish montage. Oh no. And we when- need to get that on the YouTube channel. Yeah, we do. It is yeah. up there. Oh, oh nice. okay. Have you yeah. seen the page, man? Looks sexy, bro. He's got like I content. Go to it every showed him single day. Travis farting on the air. No. That was funny. That's on there? Oh, yeah. That made the YouTube channel? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I might have just showed him the straight video okay. that I have saved. Oh, okay. I'll put, if it's that not up there, I'll there. put it up there today. Ah! We need to get yeah. some uh, To Be Honest up there, too. I need to do that. Um, real quick, we have an update for Jewish stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is this from Yale? The great Yale Hollander, who you can catch tonight at Happiest Hour. Uh, that's not how it works. We'll eat anything. Just make sure the gingerbread men are circumcised. Mm. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, I will, however, invite you to the show tonight. Travis, you'll be there. Question mark. Happiest hour. Question mark. You'll Mid-coast be there. Mid-Coast Comedy Series at Sophie's. Travis, Please you'll be there. Question today. mark. Look, they have great drink specials. We you got gonna people be there? coming from out of town. Akeem Woods. We got St. Louis Magazine there. St. Louis there. Magazine's going to be present. They got Yale on the on the bid. 
Uh, you got uh, Angela Smith. You'll be there. And we have so many of St. Louis's finest who will be joining us as well. At happiest hour. No, no. The happy hour begins at 4, Chris. The show, 6 o'clock. Food's going to kick off in the 5 o'clock hour. we got Buzz bringing it. You can get food for a buck to $5. Super Buzz Hawaiian that. Grill. Come Share out. to vote. Come come out. Be hungry. Enjoy yourselves. Have some Jack <laughs> Daniels specials. Enjoy like, the Schlafly specials. You put it on yeah. the screen. I'll read it. <laughs> put it on the screen. I'm going to read it. It's Stop It's one it. of those things, man. Uh, come out. Have some Buzz Hawaiian <laughs> Grill. Enjoy comedy. This is a big deal. We've got St. Louis Magazine coming out, so if you guys have time, Pop in, show some support. Uh, we're going to have Yell Hollander, our friend Angela Smith, who was on yesterday, J.C. Sabal, and Akeem Woods, who is in from Los Angeles. We're very excited about that and very excited about next week's Christmas sweater show as well. So that'll be fun. Uh, we have another poll to get to, Gardner. Uh -huh. this, is a, this is a hot one, yeah. thanks to <laughs> one guy being a part of it. You got the character bump. Yeah, we did. We got a little character bump. This is a very... It's a very serious question that I, uh, I thought of while driving from meeting to meeting in traffic. I'm sitting at a stoplight, and I thought, you know what? I have a question that St. Louis needs to be asked. Gardner, yeah. what was that question? Yeah, it doesn't involve Treat Williams, but here it is. Who wins a race from the zoo to the arch? Becky, queen of carpets, or a battle hawk? A battle hawk. <laughs> so take that as you will. Now, the, at last check. Yeah, this is a hot one. 54% Becky, Queen of Carpets. 46% a Battle Hawk. So within 8% right now is a Battle Hawk, but Becky, Queen of Carpets, currently leading. And I will actually try to see if I can get an update on that poll as well um, to get the most up-to-date results. Uh, let's see if we'll keep that. That's a hot one. We'll keep. We'll keep uh, yeah, Randy Carricker got involved, so that meant half at St. Louis. Did. Fifty-five to forty-five right now. Becky oh Queen boy. of Carpets. Becky yeah. Queen of Carpets. a tough one. They should have renamed the XFL team. Or yeah, XFL. Uh, the Battle Hawks should retweet it themselves. See if they can get some support. Uh, Stacy Static's producer and uh, beloved uh, member of the uh, Midcoast team, uh, mm -hmm. Ed yeah. Johnston, has a birthday today. And oh! He, and uh, wanted to give him a shout out. So happy birthday, Ed! Happy birthday, Ed! Best-looking 53-year-old I've ever met. We have some fun conversations. Ed's a military guy. Ed's a, a really good person. And you... You don't really seem that enthused. No, I think Ed's a really think, cool person. I, I like think he's, he's reflecting about Ed and then himself at the same oh, time. Like oh, yeah. Very, I mean, yeah. I just think Ed's just a very good... Really, he's a really good guy. guy. Very nice guy. And, and filmmaker. Like, filmmaker. Very passion for life. Two adorable Probably children. Probably an international... I would think so. They've seen it in Canada. His kid genuinely, <laughs> genuinely believes that Gardner is Santa Claus, and that is the most adorable thing. A little worried about that because eventually, and he's so sweet. His kids are so sweet and so, so delightful. Came over to me. He was scared at first. He was because I be. was just going, oh, 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 you wilding right now, dog? And um, but you do have Doritos about. 30 minutes after our initial interaction with me being Santa Claus, he was sneaking his way over to me and finally just came up to me and gave me a hug. Come on now. Sweetly gave me a hug. Because he looked like that's so sweet, the innocence of children. I had Ben Fred call me and ask me if I could get my dad's Santa suit to use and come over to his house for his niece. And <laughs> Ben Fred wanted me to play Santa Claus at his house. It's a weird way to just ask you to hang out. And then I was thinking, man, this really could... My family, we could be a legacy. 
of like mall Santas. It's not really a, a legacy. We could be a legacy it family. Like forced. It's the Gardner family. Oh yeah, no, they're mall Santas. They're the mall Santa family. We mm. could be that group. That would be documentary on us. That would be adorable. My dad bought his own Santa outfit. Now he should. He bought it before this. He bought a new one. That luxurious, luxurious look. So he's got his own. Just got a garment bag for it. And he's going around O'Fallon and Wentzville playing Santa Claus all around during the season. So, cool. so I have to see if he's got a opening in his schedule where I could borrow it and um, head up to Ben Fred's and play Santa. What about Thursday next week? We're doing the Christmas sweater comedy show. Would you want to be available to take pictures with the uh, oh kids would like that? Coming adults in? would like well, that. Let's not invite the kids. I like invite kids to happy hour. It's called happy hour. Let me. I'd have yeah, to check with my dad. Great. They love happy. Yeah. I have to see my dad's Santa schedule. This is a <laughs> this is a busy time of year for a legacy family. I like sure us. would hope so. <laughs> for That'd a legacy really, mall mall yeah. Santa family. Right. Okay. Hey, it's sense. something. I'm trying to find something for us to be. Always clinging to something, and I'm okay with that. I'm not Legacy that. Mall Santas. It's something. Well, that makes sense. Okay. Well, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go to Twitter <laughs> and vote Becky or the or Battlehawk. There you go. I That's take uh, I take Becky. Yeah. No, actually, I took a Battlehawk. There were some good questions asked. Uh, is this Becky pre-weight loss? Oh. Does that matter? Does the carpet, does she have a, a bigger, is it a, I asked, a, is it a Bowser or Princess situation on Mario Kart? They both have their pluses, right? True. Well, it's also, too, you got to think. And what's a Battlehawk? I don't know how a magic carpet would fly. Great question. I've never seen one in because real life. Because, like, think like a bobsled. There are weight restrictions, like, on a bobsled. Because like it could go faster with more weight. With more weight. So, I don't know how that works with a magic carpet. Does that does that do you, impact it? Do you know? I mean, it depends on the kind of carpet it is, where it's Turkish, from. Turkish, Turkish. Is it a Turkish? Okay, mm -hmm. well, then I don't know. Then that you talk about draft. You talk about what time of day are they racing from the zoo to the arch? Mm -hmm. There are a lot of important. Is there air traffic? Is Southwest having a big afternoon? Plus, how does how is an animal? How is a magic carpet impacted by the electromagnetic field projected <laughs> by the arch? Oh, these are questions that we need answers for before we. So can it's get hard to. I mean, there's a lot of factors. There's probably some uncertainty. <laughs> there's just things we we're not thinking of. What that kind will of takeoff? What kind of takeoff is a battlehawk have? I mean, if it's a if it's, it's a probably bird, quicker. Is it a bird or is it a, a chopper? But then we also got to take into the experience of the pilot. Becky has been around carpets her entire life. She can float that thing between the arch, and, which yeah. is probably illegal by federal standards. One would think the FAA would have an issue with it. However, Somebody Becky Somebody died does. trying to land on it once. Mm. Mm. Slid down the side. Oh, we didn't. St. Louis's air guard didn't shoot him down. Oh. Okay. Guy parachuted to the top, actually made the landing, and then it, it shoot took, and then he <laughs> slid down the side of the leg. <laughs> Stop it. Did, it, did they explain his... It was his, in the 80s, I think. Yeah, that was big. Boxing, a lot of pay-per-view boxing got ruined with, with the, those Travis. kind of people. I made it! <laughs> I did it! Oh, oh, oh. oh God. <laughs> At least for 15 seconds, it was the coolest slide in the world. Yeah. That's a, was that that's the a point? Slow death, too. Was that person... Because you that, know you got no shot. Was that You're like, hey, catch. <laughs> was that person trying to land? Yeah. On the arch? Yeah. Or in between the arch? On the arch, I think. 
Then what? They wanted to land on the arch, and then what? <laughs> no rope ladder. <laughs> I'd have to go back and look at the story. You can find the story archived online. And this was the '80s. I think it was the '80s. We got to look, man. We were that dumbass town that thought a fucking earthquake was going to happen on December 2nd and 3rd because a man with no scientific evidence said so. That was so. the 90s, though. So, <laughs> it's very... Look, at that point, and it was the 80s, if we're thinking about it, we're being in a historical context. A lot of people weren't thinking in the 80s. We, did, we just went into doing things. We did not know how we were going to land in the, the 80s. I think the 80s was when I saw the circus performer fall mm. as well at Bush Stadium. Mm. Oh, no. Break both his legs. Mm. Um... It was the same circus my brother threw up. You ready? That little on the person in front. Uh, yeah. Explain. What is his thought? I think the person was from this area, like Overland, Alabama. Uh, I apologize if any oh, other family no. members are listening or watching the show then. I am so sorry. <sighs> this is tough. <laughs> what? Uh, we, oh, God. A man who tried. Okay. So this is uh, a man who tried to parachute. This is from the UPI archives. Uh-huh. Fell more than 600 feet to his death Saturday, and his wife filmed the attempt. That's right. It's like having the grizzly man tapes. Kenneth Swires, 33, Overland, Missouri, Mm. parachuted from a private plane shortly before 9 a.m. and tried to land on top of the 630-foot arch Mississippi Riverfront, police said. Witness told police Swires landed on the north leg of the stainless steel structure where a gust of wind apparently made him begin sliding downward. Witnesses said Swires' parachute collapsed and what appeared to be a backup chute failed to open. Pronounced dead at City Hospital. Wife was right there uh, at it. Uh, he's been a parachutist for six years. This is from November 22nd, 1980. Okay. And again, this is tragic, very sad. But to Chris's point, when he landed on the arch, I give what him credit was your for next play? I give him credit for making it to the leg of the arch. I'm about yeah, to say that. You have to be how incredibly be. accurate you have to be in order to nail that. That space can't be wider than this table, right? That's pretty good. That's impressive. I give you that, no, sir. Gonna... However, I still don't think we have an answer to Chris's now, very I, important I question. Once you land it, what was your, what was your end a, game? If he had a backup shoot, he was just going to jump on down again. Jump off from there, I guess. Yeah. But I'm just saying the likelihood of you being able, we know... Like at those heights, how high the wind is, no matter whether or not it's a windy day. So the likelihood of him not only landing on that spot long enough to then get set and then jump off of that for your backup shoot, which I would imagine still would have been. It's still difficult. Very close. You're you're cutting that close as well. I don't know if you're 634 feet up at the top of the arch. It's as tall as it is wide. Yeah, I don't. And then to the other point, like, I don't know. This just seems like he did not think this all the way through. He seemed like... Well, the back... That's right. The backup shoot seems like that was the way... That was his plan. It was the land, celebrate for a moment, jump back off. Get arrested. Yeah, then you're done. That seems... Like, to me, it is impressive that you're actually able to land... From a private plane on the the leg of the arch, and then... Hope the pilot got got a deposit. I mean, what is the wife thinking as she's still filming? Oh, you, no, that's terrible. Because all I want to know is, like, did she keep filming even as he's sliding? That's a good question. Yeah. Or Maybe. did you just, or does your instinct say to keep filming this and documenting it? Maybe in our head. Or does like, your instinct put the camera down at that point and be like, oh, my God. Well, I would imagine your instinct just, you drop and scream. 
Well, that's I don't know. Yeah, but if she's filming all the way through, that's what I would like to know. That we know what that marriage was all about. <clears throat> oh wow, his second parachute didn't open. <laughs> oh, that's crazy! I how, can't believe that. How did that happen? How, how did that happen? That's crazy. She's still filming. <laughs> Yeah. What? Oh no! It looks like his second parachute. Oh boy! They got him filming this over, as an over, alibi. Over. Was there a life insurance policy? Mm, out? Uh, we, what, what's she doing these days? The Find police, out what the wife is doing these days. The police reported that uh, for some reason there was a uh, the orange handled scissors were at the scene of the crime. Mm. No clue mm. what cut the parachute. Mm. So mm. rest in peace. He'll. Be missed. Um, Overland, you said, right? Overland, Overland Missouri. Yeah, good, good, good memory. Yeah. I remember reading about it. I just can't remember all the details. There's been. What if the tape still exists? Yeah. Have there been times where you guys thought it was over and you're like, oh, this is how it goes? Oh God, no, man. Relax. No, like you, like on a roller coaster or something, it kind of clanks a little. Uh, like, oh no, nah, no, nah, nah, I haven't had that one yet. Uh, but I mean, I, when we went to Honduras, I was almost oh, certain that would have been be pretty. Oh, we were in the helicopter. I was like, yep, this, this is there it. There was a day I was, a night I was driving drunk where it probably should have been over. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting. I think but back to it every once in a while. Interesting. 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 Fell asleep at the wheel. Oof. Oh. Driving yeah. drunk. That would have been bad for everybody involved. And my, uh, the foot was going on the gas pedal. Oh, boy. And I awoke with the car veering off the highway onto where bu- 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 bu, Jesus, almost Gardner. going into the side of a bridge. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, Gardner. I was going about 85 at Oh, the time. goodness, guards. Yeah. Glad you're still here. Then there was a time when I was like five or so. Oh, boy. thought I was going to fall off the Rocky Mountains. Oh, boy. <laughs> Trying to get a calculator off this little ledge. <laughs> what? I had wandered off by myself. Of course. Um, I think we were actually on our way to Pikes Peak or something like that. And I saw on this little ledge a calculator, and I'm like, why the hell is a calculator on the ledge of a mountain? Mm. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get it. But then it was like, it was angled down, so I'm like, oh, I can't just stand on this thing. There's, So I kind of got on my butt and wiggled a little and grabbed the calculator, and I had my feet like kind of one foot on the edge there. And as I pushed to go back up, kind of backwards, mm-hmm. my foot slipped, and then I slid down. Jesus, Gardner. And I just froze for a second and then looked out over and then just kind of backed up and like my my mom knew something was wrong but i didn't tell her what happened right away because i i guess because i was kind of a little shook by the whole situation that she was like uh and then finally it got on but it was hard for me to kind of go back and talk right away yeah scared me there was another incident where i almost had an issue on a mountain my brother. Stay the fuck off mountains. Yeah. Well, I had just turned twenty one. Oh God, man! And I was at a beer microbrew festival in Keystone, Colorado, and so I had a few beers. So you had I, several run-ins with death. Is that where we're? Yeah, and some of them use alcohol, obviously. Well, okay. That's why I don't drink anymore. This is why we celebrate um, your soberness every chance we get. And then uh, my brother and I were mountain biking, and I got tired of mountain biking on the trails because I was constantly looking over my shoulder for bears. And so I go, let's just get down the mountain. So we took like the emergency path that just zigzags. It's con- it's uh, gravel, basically. It's for the emergency vehicles and stuff like that. And so my brother, take, there's a little ramp in this one area. And my brother does it. And I'm like, oh, I'll do it. Oh, no. God, and so, no. But it's as you're coming up to an edge area where there's actually fencing to oh, keep no. you from going, oh, going yeah. over. And so I did it. And 
had a little in me and I hit the wrong brake. Oh, no, no. I, I started fishtailing. Oh, no. So I let off the brake to try and regain control. And I was coming up close, you know, closer and closer without braking to this fencing area. So I just had to lay the bike down. I just took the mountain bike and laid it onto the gravel, cut my leg up. So there was that. <laughs> Mine's a little bit more. I, did, I was afraid I would go over the fencing. You didn't if want I, to do that, or lay it on top of the fence. Well, which I was a, really sucked. like, ideally, I would have went into the fencing, you okay. know, but I wasn't confident that would happen. That's fair. So I decided just to lay the bike down and then slid like off the gravel into the grass a little. I don't. I don't think what I experienced. I thought it was a wrap, but it was probably one of the scariest moments, certainly from my childhood, when I was caught up in the middle of crossfire. Between two rival gangs in the area. What? Got off the school bus. We're on our way walking home. And the board game from the 90s? No, not uh, the damn board game. And no, not Crossfire! The, not the former talk show on CNN as well. Okay. Just, Is that okay. the one that had Tucker Carlson that on it? That did have Tucker Carlson on that one. So. And like Paul something? The Paul Bagala, I think. Yeah, Bagala. Yeah, yeah. I think of the former yeah, eight for Bill Clinton. Uh, but... There was, uh, I guess, two gangs. There was, had to be about three in the afternoon. What gangs weekday. were they? Do you know? I just imagine it was Bloods and the Crips. Just, a, you know, your traditional, you know, all-American gangs. Uh, but getting off the school bus, uh, me, myself, uh, my sister, and uh, our neighbors. Uh, and as we're walking home, uh, gunfire just let out. And I remember just screaming to the top of my lungs. They're just screaming. How old were you? I had to have been maybe... Six or seven. Okay. Six or seven, and I screamed. What were you screaming? Just screaming, like, ah! Um, like it, like, I, I'm not trying to make light of this, because this is a dangerous situation. Like, it's like, yeah, about six or seven but years But it's old. hard for me not to smile at a frantic six-year-old Travis Terrell. Yeah, it was... And when I hear that scream... I kind of smirk a little. Just, that I, just so you know, I'm not no, trying no, to make I, I, I would have too because, in, look, if I heard me screaming at that age, I too would have been like, what is going on? But it was, look. I I've was, heard you scream at your current age. Ah! <laughs> and now I'm. Imagine I'm little here, Travis. Yeah. Ah! So, but it was. The situation alone, I understand, but outside of that. Uh, I, I mean, and as a kid, you, you when you. When you think about gunfire, mm -hmm. uh, you think about the TV shows. You think, pew, 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 pew. I grew up in O'Fallon, Missouri. I didn't right. think about gunfire. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. And when you, when we were growing up, when we would hear it, it'd be off in the distance, and like, so you don't. Did know. you get that skeet? It's it, gunfire. <laughs> sounds about right. You don't know necessarily how incredibly loud and startling gunfire can be as a child. Uh, so when you hear it up close, uh, shit, most adults would freak out from the sound of gunfire that close. Uh, so as a six-year-old, you're just like, okay, this is incredibly loud. This sounds very close. This is not what I have seen on television. This is, so my senses were all over the place. So all I remember is just screaming, what neighbor hear? coming out to basically pull us into their house. Uh, yeah, it happened so fast. Did anyone die in this? Uh, there was uh, two men who were killed. Uh, two men were killed. I'm, I'm so used to you okie-doking us on everything. I keep waiting for a punchline, and I'm <laughs> no punchline I can't tell one. if I'm mad at myself or you for that. <laughs> for no that, this line. is a horrific story. Yeah, two, two guys were killed, and yeah, that was that was it. This is when you lived in North North City. Mm -hmm. This is when I lived right off Union. Okay. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, if you as have been caught in a hail of gunfire as a child, be sure to leave a comment and let us know how it yeah. went. 
That's yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's growing up in growing up in the streets. <laughs> now look at me, international screenwriter. See, I've I made never, it. <laughs> I've never had the gun fired. <laughs> um, but I've told the story before. That I've had guns drawn whenever by police. On you? No, in the middle of a base little league baseball game in Paducah, Kentucky. Jesus. <laughs> If he steals one more sign, there was, like, la- there like, was a fugitive, oh, a guy no. who broke out of jail. Oh, and he was, um, I guess, kind of camping out at this park where we we were playing baseball. It was like the tri-state Corey League championship. You're just describing Christopher Lloyd's role in Dennis the Menace. <laughs> getting confused. So this guy so was he eating beans? Uh, and I, get the yeah. I don't know. I was on he the field at the, the time, fire. and so this no, guy had the, escaped. The, the reason the story was is because of my mom uh, made this story something. Um, well, a number of things. So the guy escaped, and the police knew where he was, and they were kind of sitting back, waiting to make their move. And I guess they made their move, and we were playing in the middle of a game, and it was a fenced-in field. And the guy came running over and uh, hopped the, the, the fence. The fugitive? The fugitive. Hopped what? The fence onto our field. I was in. Shut up. I was Harrison in, Ford was at your baseball <laughs> game. <laughs> I was in center field at the time. No, you. Oh, and now then, I know he's lying. No. Now I know he's lying. You got to know a defensive <laughs> specialist when you're next to him. <laughs> I couldn't hit a lick. But you can track that ball down. Maybe okay, I can sorry. play defense. So this fugitive right. jumps over the fist. So what is your reaction at this moment? I don't know what's going on. I'm just like the ump, I guess, or I don't even know if it called time. Everyone just stopped what they were doing. Were people screaming from the stands? Yeah, because you heard something. And because the police, there were two police officers chasing. They oh! Both, they hopped the fence. Oh, no! Okay. They hopped the fence, draw the guns. Oh, no! And they yelled to, one of them yelled, everyone get down! That's and then he's like, and so, so Jesus. I go to the ground, but I'm still kind of looking, looking of course, as you should. It's yeah. going, the guy runs like, you know, between second and center field. He, he wasn't close, close okay, to me, but, still. but he was, here's what I didn't know until a certain thing happened. There was a, there was a Johnny on the spot out behind the fence in left field right. that my mother was using at the time. And so they're. <laughs> The cops are tracking this fugitive, and they told us all to get down. So I'm get down. They're kind of looking up still, and then they finally are like, "Freeze! Freeze! Freeze!" or whatever, yelling at the guy because he's heading to that left field fence to try and hop it. And um, but he ended up going. Actually, he didn't go to the left field. He went down like the third base foul line and ended up hopping over there. Okay. But they're yelling freeze, and all of a sudden you hear from the Johnny on the spot. My mother. <laughs> ah, what's going on? And apparently she opens the door with her pants like half ah! <laughs> So my mom is like, well, I'm in center field laying down on the ground because she yelled to get down. My mom's freaking She's out. She's coming out of the port. Johnny on the spot. Pants damn near below her yeah. ass. She's screaming. <laughs> right where her baby was happening. She probably freaking out. Yeah. She heard cops yell, freeze. You see, I can only imagine. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, but the the guy hops the the third like the third base foul line fence and kind of traces back. Mm. The the way he got caught, he went into like there's a wooded area back there that's kind of soggy, I guess. But there was an old man, like a grandfather of a player on the other team, who was a retired police officer. Shut up. Who got himself involved in this, mm-hmm. and he actually went up and tackled the guy wow. right in this wooded area. 
So like the, there was a delay. There was a delay in the game for like twenty minutes, and That's, then we resumed because everyone kind of caught. We had to like gather ourselves and all that, and then it it carried on after That's that. Outstanding. But it was. I still. I can still hear my mother scream. <laughs> Because I, I was in center field, and it's just past the left field wall. I could hear the scream. Imagine. Ah! I could still hear it. <laughs> I'm just trying to, man, that's yes. so lame. Like, my store would be so lame. I, we, there's a prison where I grew up. This is Paducah. So there would be, occasionally, it'd be like, hey, prisoner out. You know, they'd do Hey, that. prisoner out on an occasion? How, how much of an occasion was this? Uh, that doesn't sound scary at all. much, but enough I remember several times. Damn. But it's just, but they do the, like, the people. PA system over the whole town. town right? Oh, really? Yeah, and maybe it wasn't as many times. But I would just be pissed because I'd be at like daycare and wouldn't be able to be outside playing basketball. I'd be like, they're like, hey, we gotta go in. I'm like, what? come on! There's like, I'll keep an eye out if I yeah. see anybody. I'll let you know. <laughs> let us stay out here. But yeah, that they were the. I'm fugitive, playing horse. The fugitive is right there playing horse with the lady who goes. <laughs> I told you this on the air once, right? Uh-uh. I was like, all right, I'm Michael Jordan. Who do you want to be to this lady? She's like, nobody black. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Larry Bird it is. Okay, fine. <laughs> ah, I can picture a snarled little face. <laughs> nobody black. Yeah. She told okay. you that? She's, I was like. She said, so you, so she said, what do you want to be? I was like, and she well, Larry it Bird up. it is. <laughs> Nobody black. All right, Mark Price it yeah, is. You got Larry Bird. Ah! <laughs> she was, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't want to say her name. Ah! <laughs> She's still saying that to this she day? She probably said it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Who are you that. voting for? I didn't Nobody <laughs> black. <laughs> Without without hesitation. We're, we're talking I about the go, voice, man. I'm not president. I go, hey, got you covered. Larry Bird. <laughs> Chris. Just, right. he, just, he smelled the is. racism oh, coming. And Thank immediately God. Knew, Let me have something ready just in case she says, nobody black. Yeah. Thank God for Larry Bird. Oof. He saved the day. What would he have done in the 80s? <laughs> Early 90s. Yeah, that's how it Probably goes. dead. What would, we, what would the NBA have done? Oh, jeez. Good times all around. Guys, I'll remind you again. Uh, we have a huge show tonight. Uh, be sure to stop by Happiest Hour, 3224 Locust, right here in the Dotsack building in Grand Center. We're going to have Hawaiian food available. Uh, that's going to be good. Dollar to $5 menu from Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. It's going to be uh, a really good time. Jack Daniels specials, Schlafly specials, and four very funny comics. Come out. Have a good time. It's free to get in. Stop by. It's on the second floor at Sophie's. And then later tonight... 8.30 p.m., Travis, Gastro Pit. We're doing another comedy show. Yale's on that bill, too. Look out on the hill. Gastro Pit, they've got a great barbecue. Gardner, just the noises he made when he was eating their food. So we've got two shows tonight. Second show's at 8.30 p.m. on the hill. Uh, Yale's double booked on that one. Our friend Amber Clear coming by. Uh, Ricky Royal. Going to be a fun time. Stop by. If you can't make the first one at 6 o'clock, be sure to stop by at 8.30 at Gastro Pit Gaslight over at Kings Highway and Shaw. I know you mentioned at the top of the show, but that YouTube page, <clears throat> we're really investing in that now. Oh, yeah. So we want to make sure everybody knows to go to the Midcoast Media YouTube page. Yeah. Here's a little sample for you of what you're going to find. That? Is this all in your own doing? Yes. Look at you. I love it. Yeah. Jay Farrell, yeah. Preacher Lawson. Great interviews. Recently, Arnett Tracy Jay. Henson. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. So even if you like to stream it on Facebook, just go check out the YouTube channel and uh, 
enjoy some clips that you can't see anywhere else. Robert Collins. Hit subscribe. Post this pad. Yeah. Oh, great interviews. We have We're going to add some older ones up there, too, as we go along. Yeah, yeah. I'll help hopefully have um, uh, Lexus Zotos up there soon. Oh, cool. And some other ones yeah. uh, to put up there. Those are a lot of fun. We Those, to be honest, videos are good, too. Gotta, if you haven't seen them. Got to make sure that farting one is on. Yeah, there. Travis farting uh, whenever he was in New York. I know I have it saved in our clip folder, but I don't know if it's on the page itself. Um, let's live, relive the throwback Thursday. There it is. <laughs> Before we take a break, uh, is it more traumatic that the black sheep took a, f- a bottle rocket to the head than Travis's being caught in a hail of gunfire as Ooh. a child? I know black sheep Tough has one. stories when he's almost died. I was there half the time. <laughs> I can't tell one story involving him. I wish I could. Uh, <laughs> we'll take a break. So we are live. Check out Tell me again. People say that about me. Mid Coast Media on YouTube. That's the channel. We'll be right back.